Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiakos, he said, you are crazy good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Adam, Malaka! Saga para poli. What is up, everyone? Good evening. It is a Wednesday night, um, May 11th. Summer is in the air. It's quite warm uh, here in Geneva. Um, we just watched an hour ago Olympiakos lose 2-1 to one to Panathinaikos. Really tragic shit. What's new? Um, that's that's the life these days, everyone. It's not great. Uh, Olympiakos started with a 4-3-3 with a relatively strong starting lineup um, as compared to what we saw at the weekend with Aris. Um, didn't make much of a difference as it hasn't made much of a difference all season. Uh, starting with... Kenny La with Vachli can go, Kenny Lala out right, um, Oleg Rebchuk, Socrates Papastathopoulos, Avram Papadopoulos in the back, and Jan Envia, Marika Mara, Agibuka Mara, and then up front wing duo of Ronnie Lopez, uh, Gary Rodriguez, and the striker, Akila Yusef Edalapi. So that's how the game started. Um, but first, why don't we just soak this in? Olympiakos has failed to beat Panathinaikos this season and scored, I believe, one goal. Yeah. Um, one Across goal four matches. Season. Across four matches. And also, this is strange. Uh, this is our first episode since Olympiakos won the title. Um, Olympiakos is champions of Greece. The rest of the games this season don't mean anything, but still losing to Panathinaikos in the way that Olympiakos just did is embarrassing on home field um down two nil at one point not looking lively um same old same old and we put the question out will well we put the question out can pedro martins take this team in three months to the champions league um group stages as Olympiaco says they're ready to do this summer it's hard to see at the moment um, it's hard to see with some of the transfer rumors of feguli in Cuckoo and the rumor mill starting again for the recycled wingers from Turkey. Um, it just seems nothing has changed. Um, so that's that, Costa. I don't know if you have any comments after my uh, long introduction. We also have the other Costas with a C joining us in just a few minutes as well. So pretty full gang. Peter's back from Antarctica as well. Maybe he'll be on an episode soon. Maybe a basketball episode. Basketball is enjoyable these days, but we'll see. We'll see. Costa, take it away. Well, I mean, I think, first of all, you met, I think you meant George, Kevin, and Kundu, not Nkunku. I'm pretty sure Christopher Nkunku is not too keen on joining Olympiacos these days. They're I don't know. Fantastic. Fuck's sake. Nkunku, uh, not, not after an incredible know, season you know, but... with RB Leipzig, where he basically contributed to every single goal in every single match. I don't think he's too keen to join Olympiacos these days, but you know what? I don't have any. I, I don't have the info on that one. Well, uh, yes, you mentioned Olympiacos played their four-two-three-one formation. Thomas Vatslik, Olympiacos MVP this season, was uh, between the sticks. Kenny Lala, Olympiacos is not non-MVP this season, was at right back with Ole Kreabchuk on the other side. Socrates Papastathopoulos with Avram Papadopoulos, the centre back duo. Madika Mara and Yanem Bila. In midfield, with Agibu Kamara playing uh, in the hole, Ronnie Lopez, Gary Rodriguez uh, on the wings, and Yusef Larabi leading the line. Uh, Olbiakos went back to their starters. Uh, it's a funny thing because a lot of people were complaining uh, last week that uh, Olbiakos were playing their seconds because they were planning to give the to, to give the game away. But now I'm going to tell you that uh, people, the way things are going, people are going to start complaining every time Olbiakos play their starters. Uh, in a game, they're going to be thinking they're giving that game away. Uh, Olympiacos basically must be, Olympiacos fans must be feeling the same way Aris fans are thinking about the fact that 
they lost Olympiacos' thirds a few days ago, which was very embarrassing. And now Olympiacos can't beat uh, one of the weakest Panathinaikos of all time. And I got to say, I've watched Panathinaikos at their finest. I've watched them like when they were unstoppable. You know, back then with Karaguni, Basina, Seitaridi, Nikopolidi, Hendriksen, Liberopoulos, Vazeja, Kostadinu. And I got this to say, guys. If that Panathinaikos, the Panathinaikos of old, were playing against this Olympiakos side, they would have mopped the fucking floor all four games. They would have, they would have made that Olympiakos team thank God they don't have to face them in the Greek Cup. And uh, if... Olibiakos's former guard that couldn't win a single game away in Europe. I'm talking about Amanatidis, Anatolakis, Pados, Mavrogenidis, those players who are no way world-class. If they played against that Panathinaikos side, tonight's Panathinaikos side, they, they would have mopped the floor all four times. Say whatever you want about those players, but every time they saw green, it was they were like a bull in a china shop. Uh, we had a discussion recently about how we want to see Olympiacos next season, and there were a lot of answers. I had the chance to think about it a little more, and I got to say, I, I I listened to Rio Ferdinand uh, on his Vibe with Five uh, podcast, uh, and he was talking about Man United's 4-0 loss at Brighton. And uh, he was basically questioning the lack of mentality and the lack of voices in the dressing room, lack of atmosphere, character. Is anyone speaking up in the dressing room? Is anyone putting anyone in line? Is anyone going to take this moment to shout and say, guys, that is this you? Are you? Is this you? I don't feel Olympiacos have that either. Uh, there's one thing they have in common, Man United, that's the one right now. Uh, Olympiacos need to find a character. And right now, the only character they could have in this horrendous league, because we've said it before, Olympiacos are not winning the league because they're, they're the best. They're winning it because they're the least worst. The only way they could do it, the only thing they can do right now is to copy Bayern Munich, not become Bayern Munich and win Champions League. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they need to be in the Greek League what Bayern Munich are in the Bundesliga. You got to put it this way. We win everything and we push in Europe. We need to show everyone that we are a world of our own within this world. But Olympiacos are far from it right now. And you said it best, Labro, and I'm going to stop talking right now. This summer stinks of Hapoel Bersheva. It stinks of Maccabi Tel Aviv. It stinks of Ludogorets. This team is not getting in the Champions League. It's not getting in the Europa League. And it probably doesn't even get in the conference. So, yeah, a lot of changes need to happen yeah. like yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> what I was saying, I think, a few weeks ago about setting a standard, I think is really important tonight. Um, after, who did we lose with? I don't know. With... Pauk in the cup after we went out, but also yeah. now. Well, we didn't, they, they didn't lose. They were eliminated. They were eliminated with Pauk and now losing to Panathinaikos. It just seems like Olympiakos is at the point, and we're getting comments as well. And guys, I'll read your comments in a second. We're at the point where there's no standards at Olympiakos. The fans are feeling unattached to the team. We played Panathinaikos in a pretty empty Kariskaki stadium. I know it doesn't mean much for a playoff, and I know some fans are not motivated, but. I just feel there's a disconnect at the moment from from the fans and the team. And I think the standards the club has for itself is a big reason for that. I think I, I think that's a that's a big difficulty. Martins has done things that other coaches at Olympiacos would never do, losing <clears throat> multiple cups. He's lost three cups in his four years. He's lost to La Mia. He's lost to Pauk back to back now. He lost 3-0 at home with Atalanta, a fantastic team, but 3-0 at home. He's lost now with Panathinaikos at home. I just don't understand how he can continue. I don't think he has the locker room. I think the locker room's lost. I think everyone knows that. Um, but he doesn't have the fans anymore, and I think the fans are getting disenchanted with Olympiacos. The, the fans are moving away from the team. The stadium's pretty empty on most occasions. Um and I think the the club needs to send a signal that, <clears throat> no, this is not good enough. No, this is not what we stand for. And make the hard decision and admit they were wrong to re-sign Pedro Martins. And he needs to go in the summer. But 
Will they do it? I don't know. Tonight was really, really bad. It was a really bad mentality from the whole way. The subs were fucking horrific with Tiquinho coming on and then Avram starting two games in a row at 37, 38 years old, could barely play, should have been sent off before halftime. Like, why is Avram Papadopoulos even playing? I don't know. I know he played well against Aris. Good on him, but I just don't get the point. Um, I don't know what to say anymore. I, I think I'm just repeating myself, really. Olympiakos um, is really freaking bad. And if they were losing tonight because they were playing good football, but they just couldn't score, that's fine. That's one thing. But it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. Um <clears throat> I don't know. And I'll start by reading your comments, guys. Now, um, we start out from Sapatos with the Martins out. And Monoskate 7 goes, good evening, guys. Good evening to you as well. And all of the red and white fans listening. Proud that we're Lubiakos. The football team is sick. The team is really sick. Scored one goal in four games. We haven't beat Panathinaikos all season. We scored one goal against Panathinaikos all season. In Cuckoo. Yeah, okay. I messed up the name. In Cuckoo. Uh, Fetano says, you win some, you lose some. Losing inflated... Playoff derby after winning the league doesn't ruin my evening, at least. Game-wise, we were okay. Not bad. Not bad, not good. Uh, yeah, I thought we sucked pretty much, but yeah, I don't. We're, we always suck, so I don't know. We got Martins out. We have another Martins out with Spados. Uh, we're just blaming the players and the team. Why not the mentality? Yeah, the, the mentality is really bad, it, and that's we what, just, what we I just mean. said it. We just said it. The mentality just... is. Um, stinking from uh from all around i think standards are really low at the club at the moment um i'm not too sure about all that but surely i don't know or see who is the one speaking in the dressing room when things go apeshit like rio ferdinand one of the things he said is that if he was playing in that man united team the kit man would know he has a lot of work to do because ferdinand would smash everything in that locker room and so would other of his famous teammates like Vidic, Skulls, Giggsy. Uh, fuck me, Roy Keane would have smashed heads as well. But I just cannot see anyone speaking in that dressing room. What about you, Costa? What do you think? Is anyone speaking in the dressing room? First of all, Kalispera. Good morning, wherever you're listening from. Good afternoon. It's very interesting you raise that point because... I watched the last 15, 20 minutes with my wife and literally I was telling her, this is what's going to happen in the next 15 minutes. Watch. Yeah. Because we were so predictable in how we were playing today. But besides that, do you know what my wife said to me? She asked me, who are the leaders on this team? Oh. Yeah. She asked yeah. me that exact question. So who are the leaders on this team? And I answered, that's a very good question. And we ha it's not like we haven't talked about this before. Uh, actually, when we talked to, to Stel from the Omonia uh, No Choftes podcast, towards the beginning of the season, he asked the question, who are the people in the dressing room when things go wrong that are going to grab you know, the, the younger players or you know, the players in general in the dressing room and, and try and motivate, you know, fix things, bring people together? just seems like we have a dressing room at the moment where and, and of course i'm not there every day like none of us are there but what i perceive is that you have one corner here another corner over there another corner here you've got players that are disgruntled in one corner you've got players that are happy in another some other players that don't really care in another it's not a team you, and you compare, you compare the basketball team this year, who before every game they huddle up and you know they jump into each other and they look re ready to go and you know you watch them and you're happy, like you're happy to see them, and then they go out and they do what they do on the court and we're loving it. You don't even get like a, a smidgen of that vibe that the basketball team gives off in the football team. So, yeah, mate, who are the captains? I don't know. Uh, Avram Papadopoulos, who's played four or five games this season at age 37. Uh, El Arabi, whose contract is ending at the end of the year, doesn't know if he's going to be there next year, if he's going to stay. 
Uh, Andreas Buchalakis, who is having a really poor season. Who are the captains? Who are the ones that are inspiring? You don't have those kinds of. You don't have leaders on this team. It, it, we've, again, we're just we are repeating ourselves. Team needs a rebuild. Is Pedro Martins the right person to do it? Yeah, I mean, Labro asked the question: Is Pedro Martins going to lead us to the Champions League group stage? And now I've I've dropped that question in the poll. Actually, there's an ongoing poll um, on our YouTube page right now. Uh, if you haven't voted already, go ahead and vote. Seventy-seven percent so far saying no. But yeah, uh, to answer that question in a rather long way, uh, I don't know who the leaders are, mate. But yeah. in my opinion, can anyone, actually not in my opinion, this is a question, can anyone name a, a major captain, a major leader Olbiakos had since Predrag Djordjevic retired? Milivojevic. Was he? I think, think Milivojevic was captain. A major captain, like a yeah. Simea, how do we call it in, uh, how do we ah. call it in English? the guy to look up to because Cambiaso was also captain material if we're yeah Simea is heavy in a a very you know it's a heavy thing like you don't you don't have those kinds of players like Djordjevic that stays at a club for 11 years you know Omar El Abdelawi like El Abdelawi was a a guy that stayed for six years became captain loved the club was attached with the fans and then you know what happened happened he didn't pick the team up at all during that season where they sucked or anything. I'm talking about like a, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like we were our generation. Costa was a little spoiled because uh, we started with Kulis Karataidis, then Djordjevic came by, and then all of a sudden that was it. When it comes to captains, that was it. What about Jordi yeah, yeah. Dominguez? You remember the Facebook post when Paolo Bento got fired or whatever? When he was like, "This is our yeah. team," blah blah blah. You guys remember that? Yeah, but you mean Costa? David Fuster yeah. as well. Costa, you, you're you're right though, man. Like you can't. We we are we are a bit spoiled. Like going going back to the t- that team, and you 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 raised an interesting example when you were talking about you know if if that Panathinaikos team played this Olympiakos team today, uh, no 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 no, it's it's a different dif- different class. Like both that Panathinaikos team and that Olympiakos team of that generation, it's a different. It's, it's a completely different league now as well. I don't. It's comparing apples and pears. Yeah, football's so different. I think you can only get really a captain for four to five years at best. You know, like a. But I also want to, to talk about something. It seems like Socrates is not taking in a role of captain. I'm not in the, the dressing room or Manolas or Bukalakis. Like, it seems like these players are good, strong mentality, but Bukalakis. Let's scratch that. Strong mentality, but they don't have leadership. Maybe Jan and Via too. Um, a lot of these, Yusef El Arabi, they're big names, they're fighters, but they don't seem like leaders, if that makes sense. Like, I don't see them. I'm trying to think. I remember Alexandropoulos before the second half, before the end of the first half, did a foul on Agi Bukamara and dragged him down or threw him down. Do you remember this, Costa? Did you watch? Anyway, he threw him down. Um, and like started a little fight and no one came no one did anything it was just like cool you know we we keep on going like i it, like in a real team someone would have fucking ran up there and kind of said some set him off like he tackled agi bukamara and was whatever and no one said shit like you know what i mean um i just see no leadership i I wanted Socrates to fill that role at Olympiacos, but I don't think um, I don't think that's um, you know what I mean. That's not like that's not what he came to to do at Olympiacos. And the rest of them, I I don't think they have the mentality. Like again, you have Gary Rodriguez who floats in and out of the team. Ronnie Lopez was banished by the coach. Agi Bukamara's twelve years old. Mari Camara doesn't want to be there. So that's like half your team right there. Vachlik is a goalkeeper. What is he supposed to do from there? So I don't know. There's there's not many many leaders in the team, and I I think that's interesting. But also, this is what do you guys think about Martins destroyed Olympiacos of fourteen fortunes? Whatever that you can say, whatever that is. But did Martins destroy any of the leaders at Olympiacos? Like, where are the leaders anymore? What was Who? Fortunis ever a leader? Fortunis was the captain, then he was dragged along the coals. Leader, you remember that not a while a captain, ago? Leader, but, but, leader. But 
who has Martins built up as captains and leaders of this team? Like, no one. I don't know. I, Ruben Semedo was the leader of the team for a while. Is that no, <laughs> is that a good he? sign? Yeah, he was. He was pretty big in the dressing room. I he think. was comical. He was the most popular because he was. He was funny. He wasn't. But he, was he, a, was yeah, he was the heart. He was the heart. He was the heart of the dressing room. They he said that, like. Life like, of the party, though. That's what they mean. Not. No, 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 no. no. But, but, but like, if, it, 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 I mean, I think when you watch some of the, like, the, the first season we won the league. So Martins' second season, when they did that post, uh, that video at the end of the season, yep, where I they kind it. of look yeah. back on everything. Yeah. Like, even that video. And like another similar one the year after, everyone said the same thing. It's like Semedo is is the heart of the dressing room. Like he's the one that like is with the foreigners, but he's the one that has the big character to kind of bring in the Greek players and kind of tell the Greek players, chill out, like come with us. We're like, you know, just bringing, bringing those groups together. He was doing that. And I don't remember Basil- that. No, but, but, I seem but to you remember can, he was mostly like the... Party, you life of the party. Is how I remember. You can, you could, you could see it though, like in the, like the post-match videos that they do when they'd come back from a victory in Europe. You know, Semedo grabbing Timikas and laughing with Timikas, and you know, getting involved with Torosidis and all of these things. But anyway, um... I did mention that though in the show beforehand that the Semedo's Semedo being ousted surely had a toll on the locker room because he was that popular. Obviously. I'm not saying bring Semedo back, you know, to hell with him. But I did of mention that not. in the show. No one wants that. No one wants that. Uh, but, you know, I can, I figured it out. Like, I can summarize this season in two sentences. And here it is. You look at the league table, it says success. You look at the pitch, failure. That's it for me. That's the season summarized. Success when you look at the table and failure when you look on the pitch. I'm sorry that you can't you can't sugarcoat it anymore. Um, Gosas Carapapas was talking about um, about us winning the league and that you know winning the league in any league is difficult. Yes, it is. You have to prove uh, that you're a champion, like to win a league. I believe that. And I do believe that we are the best team in the league, but that also we we also shouldn't shy away from the fact that yes, we have won the league because we're the best, but we've also won it because the competition is so bloody poor. Because yeah. we're the best, because we're the best of the worst. Yeah. And that 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 really is something that they need to recognize in the board or whoever the decision makers are at Olympiacos. And um, I want to plug the interview that we did with Luciano um, a week ago. One more time, guys. If you haven't seen that, uh, the interviews in Greek, uh, back to English now. Um, he said, like, we, we asked him, okay, about the Martins issue, or he, he, he commented on it anyway. So he said, in Greece, we don't know how to deal with a manager staying at one club for a prolonged period of time. Yep. When's, when's the last time one manager stayed at a Greek club, not Olympiacos, at a Greek club for more than two seasons? Uh, Bayou the... probably. Bayou is Ex- Olympiacos, I guess. Ex- that's, the, that's the first one coming to my mind. I know. How, how long did Fernando Santos stay at Bauk? He had two years at least. Maybe. Maybe three. I'm not yeah. sure. But nobody's yeah. done what I, Martins did. Nobody's done what Martins has done. Yeah, and there's people like, uh, here we go. I, I want to bring in different points of view. Life or 828, when Martins had two and a half years of brilliant football, he's a great coach, but now he sucks, right? There's a lot of people who I think believe this still, that Martins did it soon, two years ago, four years ago. He can do it again. But sometimes things change in football. I don't know how things adapt i don't i don't know how i don't know like two years ago martins was great okay but it's a bit of what are you doing for me now would any other coach i think survive on that like 
You know what I mean? He has been giving leeway. If he wasn't so great two years ago, three years ago, no, but- he wouldn't be fired. He would have been fired by now. But because he's been so brilliant, he's gotten this leeway and has it- led this led us to this, you know? But then I guess, like, I, I had this thought before coming on as well. And I was thinking that exactly this point, that again, Luciano kind of alluded to it. So we don't know how to deal with like, having a manager for this long. And I do honestly feel that when a foreign manager stays that long, he kind of falls into the Greek mentality. And it almost feels like we've kind of become like Greek public sector. After, after three, four years, you know? It's just fallen into this lazy kind of, everything's going to be cool, you know, the other aren't so good, we're going to win the league anyway. Martin sucks all of a sudden. It's that he's probably a victim of this mentality. That's the point we're trying to make. It's not that we don't value what he, he has given to the club, particularly in his first two seasons and where he from where he took us. And where he went to, where he took the club to heights, famous victories. No one's, no one's forgetting any of that. But this, I mean, it, these criticisms they have to be made. I don't know. Well, I think that's a nice. It's a nice. I don't know what you think of that analogy. It's like the Greek no, public I, sector. I think it's really good. I it is. It, it is a strong statement. Uh, but let's not forget that this is Greece still. This is Greek football and managers. I mean, one of the favorite hobby um, <laughs> the Greek anyone owning a club has is firing managers. And well, the situation is this: Pedro Martins is on borrowed time. If he screws up in the, in, in the if he screws up in the qualifiers, he's gone. Like there's no way he, he survives it. If Olympiacos don't make it at least in the Europa League. I mean, okay, maybe he still survives that, but if they, if they don't make the conference, that's it. There's no way he's staying if they don't make the conference. And that could still happen. No. That team is not making it to the conference. But They're I not making the it the Champions League. Yeah. He's on borrowed I, time, guys. But I don't get why we're... It makes more sense to me, but maybe I'm different. To be more proactive, you know, it's like we're almost waiting for us to, to fuck it up in the summer, you know? It's kind of like... Yeah, well, we'll give Martins the summer and, well, he'll probably fuck it up. But when he does, then we can make a decision. But it's like when you see the trains about to hit, you know, everyone's just, you can't do anything. Everyone's like, just leave it into the summer. But you're like, I want to stop the goddamn train. But everyone's like, just leave it. And the trains are going to hit. The the trains are going to hit in the summer. And Olympiakos is going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake, what are we going to do? We need Victor Sanchez, you know, or Beznikasi to come in. You know what I mean? It's going to be a complete disaster. We're going to have bad transfers and mismatch policy if we have to have a new coach by August 15th or some shit like that. So also something I find interesting with Martins, it's like, ah, fuck, Martins lost the cup. He's just lost with Panathinaikos. But give him the summer. Martins will lose in the summer. And they said, well, Martins has always done well in the league. Let's give him until December. He's got so much. It's kind of what Costa was saying, what Luciano was saying. It's kind of like Martins has all this leeway. So no one knows when to fire his ass. You know what I mean? And also, I think it's a massive kind of fuck up on their behalf to admit that they've screwed it up so bad with Martins. They gave him the new contract in what, December, January. And now they have to fire the guy. Like they look, they have so much egg on their face, you know, kind of just looking like idiots. But where this is going now with fucking Feguli again and other transfers, I won't judge it until players are signed. But is this going to change? Is this going to change at all? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I personally hold this belief deeply. Martins has done great things. Maybe he can turn it around. But I think just for the precedent and for saying, listen, this has been, this can't continue. We have standards here, Pedro Martins. Thank you so much. You've done amazing. But we've given you enough time. We've given you all the players you want. We This Olympiacos team that we're talking about is so shit, has the highest wage budget of any Olympiacos team in years. Spent the most on transfers in a long time. Costas Manulas. They spent money on Pierre Kunde, Henry Onyakuru, Ronnie Lopez. They cost a loan fee as well. These are not cheap players. This, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's 
not good enough for me. I think, and I think I, I keep going back to it. I think that's why the fans aren't going to the stadium. I don't think the fans support this. I don't think the majority of the fans care to, to even go. Gate seven at one point just started lighting flares to stop the game, and they did that successfully. What the hell's going on? Like, wh- what is this normal behavior going on? What I don't know. I think that I, I think that also goes back to the mentality thing, because you think about Man United. Ever since Sir Alex Ferguson left, they spent at least a billion pounds, and uh, they never came close to winning the league. They didn't even make it to the Champions League semi-finals. You look at Panathinaikos after the big exit when all the big names left when all the big characters left. I love who's spend a lot of money, and Panathinaikos are in this state that they are. You need mentality so that you do not throw money to fix your problems. And that's unfortunately what could happen at Olympiacos unless there's some voices and personalities in the locker room. So you were saying, Costa. Uh, no, no, keep going, mate. No, 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 I'm done. Shall we read some comments then? We can go here. I, you, know, you know what, Labro? Um, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not a coincidence that whenever we've played our so-called best starting eleven. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's been so poor to a level that we've come to expect it. I mean, I almost, ex- I didn't want to expect it today. I thought, you know, we've won the league, kind of the pressure's off. We've got to beat Panathinaikos. Surely these people understand like what it means to play Panathinaikos, what is it, four times a single game and not scored a goal. It's like, come on, surely you're going to get something today. The season's nearly over. You're going to give something back to the fans. We, you know, we tweeted out this morning like the fans expect, the fans, uh, the fans deserve. The fans deserve nothing less than a win today. They didn't deliver, but there are two games from January onwards where we actually saw some football. in the cup, where we trusted to play the younger, not kind of best 11 players, and they turned it around. And the other game was against Aris the other day, where we played a a heavily rotated squad with players like uh, Fadiga, uh, Carvalho. uh, Bagallanis. But Bagallanis was fantastic. I've been saying since the beginning of the season, I'm very glad for the lad. Um, I, I I don't know why he was scared to play him today. Uh, Martins exposed Avram Papadopoulos today, playing him next to Socrates. And I was thinking, Panathinaikos is, is very good on the counter. They play transition football very well. They've got fast players. How You're going to play with Socrates and Avram? I think he exposed Avram today. I don't understand why we don't have the balls to play a player like Bagallanis in this kind of game. Some people are going to, I mean, a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I don't care. But really, what did we have to lose? Did we have to expose Avram like that? A guy that, okay, he's 37 years old. He plays once every three months, once in a blue moon. But uh, I want to talk about some of the tactical decisions and like the choices he made today. Like, let's like, try and analyze that for what it's worth. I know some people say, ah, it's not worth it, Costa. But what did Madi Kamara and Agibu Kamara? bring to this team today because the, the midfield was a boulevard for Panathinaikos to just run through and Madi Kamara was walking Agibu Kamara was like just running aimlessly I, and it seemed to me like they were playing very far forward very far away from Envila and I didn't know who was the connecting number eight who was the connecting player in the midfield? Who was playing around the semicircle? Because neither of them were doing it effectively, Madi or Agibu. And I detect something in Agibu that I really don't like. I think he's got a bad attitude. And I don't know if Madi's uh, discontent is rubbing off on him a little bit because they're obviously very close. But... There's something about his attitude that I don't like. Um, they, they just look like they're not, you know, they both want to leave in the summer. And if that is the case, there's nothing worse than keeping those kinds of players in your dressing room. 
they both need to go. They both need to go. I don't yeah. care if we get five million and for, for Agibo and a percentage fee. Get rid. They're toxic for the dressing room, those kinds of players. Get rid of them. And again, half time, what does he do? He's got no midfield. So what does he decide to do? He decides to take off a midfielder and put a striker on. And the only thing that we were doing to try and score in the first half was get the ball out to the wings, cross it in. They've got five defenders in the box and we've got Elalabi. So that means you either need to be David Beckham in your crossing precision to get it to where the attacker's going to go, or you know, right onto Larabi's head. And we know that Kevin Lala is not David Beckham, and Ole Grabchuk is not Grigoris Jorgatos. So uh, how are you going to score? The ball was just going out to the wings, hit and hope, and cross. Maybe that fit his tactics. Maybe that fit his tactics to bring Tiquinho on in the second half and say, put more bodies in the box and put more balls into the box. What does that say about Pedro Martins' tactical choices and how he wants Olympiacos to play? Is that what he wants us to play? Balls out to the wing and cross it in. That's not what we saw in the first two seasons. So again, I go back to what we've been talking about the last few weeks and months. Managers lost. Managers lost. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why Pierre Kunde hasn't come on today. And at the end, bringing on Carne. Why do you bring Carne on a defensive option? What does he give you, attacking wise? I'll stop there. Well, to be yeah. honest, when Olympiacos won the league, when they beat Pauk and Tubam and they sealed it mathematically, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Don't play the first players, the, the first team players anymore. At least those who you're planning to use for next season, because you're going to need them in July, and you can't afford any injuries, any six-month layoffs right now. So, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, you've got big derbies coming up. Yeah, you never lose the Panathinaikos, I can pout. Play the youngsters. Screw it. Play the youngsters. I want to see Surlis. I want to see Bagallanis. I want to see Kitsos. I want to see I want to see Algasimba. I want to see Fatiga. I want to see... Play those kids. Give them a chance. Let them earn their way into preseason as well. You know? Save your... Yeah. I didn't want to see Vatslik. I didn't want to see Envila. I didn't want to see... El Arabi or Tiquinho. I just play Fortunis, you know, have him on. Have him, let him get some match fitness. You're going to need him next season. God knows you're going to need him. Don't play your first, just play your seconds. I'm with you on that, mate. Like, I I said, but I don't know why, I don't know why it didn't continue. Yeah. But shall we read comments? Because we're getting a lot of them and. Um, sure. a lot of different opinions out there and we can just do them real quick um, so you have this comment from John in Australia it's simple really he worked out that the board only cares about titles he didn't get the investment to cover the departures and had to adapt his game plan to suit the cattle he had I just I saw comments too like uh, people do this all the time why don't you criticize chairman Mighty Nakis he doesn't do this he doesn't do that um, I think we're very open to criticizing the chairman when he does things wrong and when he doesn't do things right. But I think it's really footballing decisions right now. I think Vigatis next has given an incredible amount of money for a Greek football team, and it's been massively misused. And I think that that falls on his football people, the people he's chosen to run the club. And that's what we've done here. And we've criticized those people because really those are the the people who need to be criticized, you know? I, I don't know. We can get into that more. Um, and a lot of comments about Envia this season. Um, Andreas says, Envia has been great. Not as good as last season, but without him, things would have been worse this season. For sure. I really like Envia, but a lot of people do not in the comment section. Comments about the subs from Manos. He says, brings out Rodriguez for Valbuena. Well, at least Valbuena gave an assist, but the changes he makes dissipates his panic. Very true. And we have here from Lakis, the most disappointing thing with Martins is that the team never developed an identity nor style all season, all season. And then from Spados, how about bringing in a manager as better experience more than Martins? Uh, for example, one, ex one Champions League, one, et cetera. Like. Okay. Yeah, like a lot. I saw Zenedis and Zidane's name in the chat, but yeah. Yeah, Viper. Yeah, and he's bringing Kunku with him. Yeah, exactly. Kunku when I fucked up and Kudu or fucking fucking Kotsis wrote that Martins will hundred percent be staying for next season. I'm also saying it too. Our misery will one hundred be staying. I'm saying it right now. Our misery will one hundred percent be staying through the summer. Our lives will suck. 
into the summer. Know, okay, not, moving I'm on. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, putting a, I'm not putting a final nail in the coffin just yet. Well, yeah, I know. All I'm saying is that when it comes to the qualifiers in Europe, it's do or die for Pedro Martins. That's it. Itani yeah. Pitas. That's it. But I'm still saying we're we're miserable all summer. But anyway, considering on DG DG 14 hits kind of like what I like to hit. I feel like the team lacks leadership, but in the board and not in the squad. There's no director of football that's willing to take the responsibility of firing Martins and finding a new manager. I still don't but even know big, who the director of football is, big, to be honest. But, but don't on. forget, don't forget, uh, Carabé is the guy that bought Pedro Martins to Greece in the first place. And in the first year, when he lost that game to who was it? La Mia, La Mia. I think. Yeah. yeah, in the cup, when some people inside the club were telling Marinakis, get rid of him, get rid of him. Carabé said, he goes, I go. So it's also an issue with him, with, uh, with so, if he, You think he'll still say, if he goes, I go? You think he'll hold on that position even at right now? It's his know. guy. I don't know. It's, yeah, his, it's guy. his guy. But, but at this point, I think it's worth it. If he says, I go with him, I say, Pack your bags. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy somewhere else. I'm... Yeah, but his position is very important, man. The position I know it is. is very important. But um, we'll continue on. <clears throat> well, some guys claim that Mighty Knights didn't buy Martins' first choices. True. Like Pepe. Like Pepe. Ronnie Lopez. Are none of these guys his first choices? Kunde? I seem to remember Onyekuru was one of his was his first choices. Yes. As well. Come on, man. Every Martins transfer has flopped. Come on. <coughs> I don't want Martins making the transfer policy. He sucks, <laughs> as we've seen. Yeah. Okay. So, so now I'm back to my trains point. We're waiting for the trains to crash. Damn right. Tuta de la Tut says, I was at the game today. The fans are always the best, no matter what. That's true. I'm not criticizing the fans. All I'm saying is, I think a lot of us fans and a lot of people who were going to the stadium have been a, a bit disenchanted with the team. Um, Roman says, good friend, Panathina, of course, was praying for Martins to start our first team. There's no way we had the same performance with our younger lads and our motivated to prove things. Exactly, Roman. I think we're we're on the same place there. I think for sure. And Manos goes, by the way, the only time we beat Panathinaikos clearly was in 2020 season. And in the playoffs, all these years, whatever our quality is, we're never superior like Bayern and Borussia Dortmund. I think so, too. I never said we are. All I'm saying is, first of all, there's, there is a major difference between Bayern and Dortmund. All yeah. I'm saying is that they need to, to copy the mentality. They, need, they, they don't have it. They need to copy it. They need to make themselves a world within a world. In the league they are, they're not in Greece though yet. And uh, j- j- just a tiny little bit I'd like to remind. Everyone was saying Olympiacos were throwing the game away when they started their seconds. I think from now on people are going to be saying Olympiacos are throwing the game when they start their firsts. Yeah. A good point. I also think uh Olibiak was more like TSG than it is Bayern Munich. Is that a hot take right there? They're more that is excellent. And, that is they're more incompetent excellent. and they win the league, but like, yeah, that's the, my more point. like Paris Saint Germain, less than Bayern. Yeah. I get it. Excellent, like, excellent. Olibiak was nowhere near a German football team. They're more just like, oh, this guy's a star, let's bring him in. Yeah, anyway, Lakis goes, the best performance of the year was with Ophi and Creed. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, Manos makes a joke. Reporters, Martins will give a chance to some of the players from Ari's game. Martins gave a chance to Avram. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, continuing on, um, DG14 says the worst scenes our fullbacks take extremely wide pride with, and that's totally pointless since our midfielders need two minutes to move the ball from one side to the other. Tempo is like sleeping. Andrei says Agibu is out of fuel since AFCON. Brilliant until February, though. Fatigue, sure. Well, this is the problem with the show is that we never talk about how important it is that Olympiacos need to buy new two new fullbacks. We never mentioned that in the show. Yeah, we haven't been mentioning it since June. We have not been doing that, guys. Two new fullbacks need like twenty new fullbacks, like Kitos, Nucci, Mikas. Fucking hell. Okay, um, moving on. Uh, Irish P says Martins didn't give a damn this season. No will to work whatsoever. Honestly, he said. He, do you guys see what he said when he after tonight? He was like, No, no, I didn't. He Please said, tell me. Um, he said, um, like, we didn't get the match, but we're the champions and no one can take that away from us. Or, like, essentially, he was like, uh, let me read the I, I, That was the headline, I think. Um, 
like we wanted the win, but like we shouldn't forget that we're the champions. I saw that. I, I can look back and find that, but it just passed by my screen earlier tonight. I don't know if that's exactly what he said. Someone per- correct me if it's wrong. Anyway, Panathinaikos, I think we read this one already. I'm going crazy. Uh, and then he didn't. F- oh, Lifer again was a supporter of uh, Pedro Martin. So always interesting opinion. Lifer continued to comment, even though we don't share your opinion. Thank you. Number one said that he didn't. F- Failed hard this season, but maybe a coach that shows work for three years, three years, two years, max, three years, a little much, and deserves a bit of trust at his lowest point. His trust, what trust now? What trust now? I, I don't know what, what more does he want? To lose to everyone at home? I don't know what more he wants. He lost to Panathinaikos at home. He lost 3-0 to Atalanta at home. He lost us the cup. He lost the cup with Alamia. He lost the cup with Pauk. What the hell are we even talking about? I don't I don't know. What trust? What trust? May, may I, I read I, Martins' comments? Okay, you go. I, I only got a headline passing by. So. It was a game of bad quality for us. Panathinaikos managed to score. Our game was predictable. Panathinaikos were well, um, were, um, were well put together. They had accuracy in their passes. Just a few things from us. We had one opportunity with Gary Rodriguez in the first half and from then on nothing we wanted the victory but we didn't play well I absolutely understand our fans anger no one can take away the the title we are titles by a margin and that cannot be taken away from us it was a game that we wanted to win to dedicate it to our fans we didn't play well our opponent was better yeah, that one dedicated, like the one line where it's like, we're champions, no one can take, that's like such the public employee line, you do like the bare minimum with like all of the expectations, you're like, god damn it, we're the champions, so don't question this shit, like I realized we played bad, but we're the champions, like literally 2028, he's gonna be like, god damn it, we lost 4-0 with Bayer Leverkusen, but we were the champions, god damn it, you hear me, but anyway. Um, moving on to many people blame the directors for the bad transfers, but forget that Martins and in general, any manager have a future role in transfers. Yeah, I think that's true as well. Martins has brought in a lot of flops. Um, a lot of Portuguese players. Um, that's true. And he goes on to say, we have no pace in attack. All very slow. Masuras more so than the others. Our build-up and counter-attacks are so slow. Um, on Dino says, with the right transfers, we can make it to the Champions League. That's that's optimistic, but maybe so. Like I said, and, you can't just throw money to your problems. You need to create something deeper than that. You need mentality. You need leaders. You need an atmosphere. You need to place the bar somewhere. You need to get the right people in key positions that go into the dressing room, that are around. You can't just throw money. Look at Man United. Look at PSG. Look at Man City. Budgets yeah. don't play football, guys. Like, look at the budgets of the two teams out there on the pitch today. I think I took a, I took a screenshot. Did, yeah. We're like idea. quadruple their value. It's like yeah, like Panathinaikos's budget or right to the 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 value of their squad is at thirty three million euros. Tran- these are transfer mark stats. Thirty three million. Olympiakos is one hundred eighteen. Yeah. So there you bad. go, guys. It's bad. It's bad. So there you go, guys. Budgets don't play football. All of those things that Costa just said. Yeah. And then more comments. I already speak. A change of coach needs a lot of preparation, which has not been done true. I think that's the disaster. That's the train wreck, you know? It's like, don't worry. We'll just get to the end of the season and Martins will solve it and we'll figure it out. We'll go again. That I think that's the mentality at Reddy at this point, at Olympiacos with the higher-ups and with the chairman. I think it's kind of... Martins has done it. He'll do it again this summer. We'll bring in new players. We'll get rid of some of the outwards. But it's like, what if it's Martins? You know what I mean? It seems like if it goes to shit and it goes to shit early, there's no plan B. Maybe there is. We, we don't know. But anyway, Andreas kind of, this is the idea of the chairman, I guess. Andreas puts it nicely. Some fresh, nice players, a better transfer window, get a new new whole start for the whole team with or without Martins. But <clears throat> I think it's kind of like with Martins. We get Martins, some new players, we get it, and he'll turn it around. And Antino says we can't just get rid of Martins because we can't be sure that the next coach is going to be good or not. That's a big thing as well. It's kind of like, well, Martins wins us the, the championship every year. Who's What if the new guy fucks this up? 
we should keep Martins. You know, it's kind of like that mediocrity is accepted. It's like Martins gets us the championship. That's what we want. That's fine. We'll continue even if it means shitty football. I think that's that's goes back to Luciano's point where it's like Martins is a known factor. We know what he's bringing to us. And okay, it's not so bad. We get the championship every year. And DG14. Yeah. It can get worse, guys. It can get so much it worse. It can get much worse. Yeah. Next, I mean, I cannot see Pauk, Ike, and Panathinaikos being worse than they are this season. Ike, Ike have already signed Zuber, and they're trying to sign Krikoviak. Don't be surprised if they land Krikoviak. They're, that shows intent, what they did with Zuber and what they're trying to do with Krikoviak. I cannot see Pauk being worse, especially now that Lucescu is getting his points across. Panathinaikos are pushing for second place. Now they beat, they absolutely made an ass of Olympiacos this season, it can get worse. Next season, the league, if nothing changes, nothing drastically improves, next season, the league could be worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with that, right before we go back to the comments, guys, everyone, please subscribe. You know, if you're new here, drop us a like. Also, comments mean a lot. Can you guys just drop a comment if you're here live? Not the, like, comments on the live stream but comments on the video i guess they're different they do things to the algorithm anyway so just like and subscribe to the channel for more videos like this and hopefully happier days are coming that's that so getting back into the comments where the hell was i um dg14 that's the guy dg14 dj14 is popping comments off and i'm, I'm liking the comments it's definitely not just his fault but this ray guy runs out of the pitch with the ball at least two times a game are we sure he's a pro football it's so true. It's so true. Sometimes you just watch this guy ramp to play football and you're like, are you you? This is your job. Like, are you serious? Sometimes? Like I watch him dribble a football and I'm just like, is this really your job? Is this really you've done this since you were a child and this is what we've got. I don't know. <laughs> and Manos goes if no, he comes wouldn't. back, he would be a reserve no, of all like, maybe with Pedro. No, you don't know. He at this wouldn't. Point. No, he wouldn't. And we got this from Fethanos. Onyakuru is Neymar, El Arabi is Mbappé, and Ronnie Lopez is Messi, that's for sure. Manos goes, of course, I mentioned Bayern just to state that they are far better than BVB and that they have, yeah. Um, what's the news on Mikatarian? Uh, we, we we were said, sleeping yeah, and having early, a dream. It's too early. It's too early. Resparo, go back and play FIFA football career and send send us more pictures so that we can keep dreaming, man. But it's like, honestly, like the whole transfer stuff that it's, you know, Timo Puki, Mkhitaryan, uh, James Rodriguez, like some of the names that I've seen. Christopher and Kunku, that's a fresh one. Christopher, Um, that that one is self-made. It's a fresh one. It's a fresh one right there. That's real fake news created by me right there. It's, It's not great. Remember when Robinho joined Manchester City and he said, I'm so happy to have joined Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> imagine something, imagine like something like that happens within Kunku. Like they're all like, we're trying to get in Kunku and we accidentally get in Kunku. That would be <laughs> hilarious right there. <laughs> Just a small mistake. Oh God, Jesus Christ. Uh uh, what, what, where am I? Fetano says, I've never seen Martins this relaxed looking this late in the season. Usually at this time, he looks like he hasn't slept for two years. Now he looks like in preseason relaxed. I don't know. Heidi says, we don't care over the title. We do care for the title a bit, but <laughs> football is a spectacle. supposed to be entertaining, sometimes beautiful. Martins or Lipiak is not attractive to watch. It really is not. Go tell Tottenham that. Go tell Tottenham that. Do they prefer the spectacle or do they prefer to win a Carabao Cup next season? Yeah. Okay, I don't know, why... Costa, what, what do you think? Don't talk about Tottenham. We've got a big game tomorrow. Big game like... tomorrow against Arsenal at home. Lackis goes, why would a fullback who's solid defensively and can contribute offensively come to Olympiacos? Richer teams will snap up. We have to develop players of such quality, such as Kitsos. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. Pau was better, yes, but without clear chances. That's that's true, I think. Heidi says, it's not this year, guys. It's a three years of Martins. We just don't play beautiful football, just winning for the title. I kind of agree you, with that as well. Can you can you go back to that comment about attacking yeah. fullbacks? Yeah, here we go. Why so why would a fullback who is solid defensively and can contribute offensively? Uh, okay. Yeah, no, but uh, when when's when's the last time we signed the complete fullback? Yeah, it doesn't happen. A, a, a complete player. But in general, it's very hard to get those kinds of players to come to 
to Greece, particularly with the level of the league today. Maybe back in 2004, like when we were at you know the peaking as Greek football. But now but it's... you want the one tool. You want one tool. I think if I made the best thing you want. And I always think of Arthur Mazuwaku as an example, or maybe Omar. You want the more attacking player because I feel like in Greece, the attacking player is not as exposed often. And then in Europe, you put an athletic, which happens in the past, like you put an athletic winger who can track back and is decent defensively as a winger. I think that's the formula that's worked pretty well for fullbacks at Olympiakos, more attacking minded. But when we go to Europe, like, okay, these guys aren't incompetent at defending, but, you know, you you put an extra winger or midfielder to support them defensively, and they're pacey and good going forward. I think that's the formula that works much better than, let's say, Oleg Reyabchuk, who's good first and foremost defensively. But that's an opinion anyway. Uh, yeah, Patalek says, then he expects the team to do well. I don't, that's a random one. Chimika, yeah, we got yeah, that one. saw that. Hot take. Uh, and another Haris one about the owner. He only cares. No, about not, no, that's not true. No, that's no, not, that's no, not true. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. I disagree. Um, and it's not like we're just like, oh, the owner's the best. We love the owner. Uh, you can visit uh, numerous sites for information like that. We've criticized him in the past. But it's a lot of money. He's, I don't think he's getting money back from Olympiacos at this point. Like... It's a lot of money. Not put from in. that. Surely not from that side. I mean, guys, when yeah. it comes to a team, we we all win, we all lose. That's how it is. I mean, if you want to pin it all on Martins, you want to pin it all on the people surrounding him, pin it all on the players, pin it all on the owner, go ahead. But yeah. the reality is completely different. Like, we're not slagging Martins off. We're not calling, we're not saying that Pedro Martins gets ousted and Olbiacos become peachy. We're just, all, all it's saying is that everyone carries a responsibility. Martins has his own. The players have their own. I mean, we were just slagging off mentality and the lack of captain. Yeah. The owner definitely, the, the owner Think, and the president definitely has his, yeah. has his own. It's uh, complicated. There's a lot of factors. You can't say it's the players, it's Martins, it's the management. All of these things matter. The culture at the club, the mentality at the club, all of these things matter. There's no simple right or wrong. And I think that's the problem that you get a lot with media and grace. It's like, the players suck. The players aren't doing it. Or the if the manager just gets lost, the team will turn around. It's all these factors in a football club. Everything has to be working, not right and perfect, but there has to be some rhythm. But it's not to blame in one group or the other, right? There, All of these things contribute and work together, the backroom staff, et cetera, et cetera. This is complicated shit. It's not... It's not FIFA. It's really complicated. Some of these things, managing relationships, managing agents, managing players. It's big. And Lackeys continues. There is no time to change the core of the team for Champions League qualifiers. At best, you will be able to integrate one at Newport. And players as the experience has shown. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Monos goes, maybe we don't have the ball to risk with a new coach because every coach that comes here will be a bet. Yeah. Martins was a bet. Quite a huge one. Yeah um continuing on uh there's a lot of games this year we played awful and we won because of luck now our luck stopped i'm afraid of what will happen if our lucky flips we play good football and we don't win well yeah that makes sense uh at least rayabchuk shows hard on the pitch yeah well fuck, i could go play with hard on the pitch too no like, that's not that simple I, it's not that i don't know simple. i i like i have higher standards than like have hard on the pitch like god damn it like it's the very basic. It's the very goddamn basic. Just trying and running. Like I know because we have so much dickheads on this team. Like Mari Kamara, who like don't try, and it's just like, oh well, he runs and he tries. Well, it's like for fuck's sake, they all should be running and trying. Like how much money are these guys paid to like run and try? Anyway, um, yeah, like the DG Ford said, if you pay me one million euros a year to play for Olympiacos, all he said exactly what I was saying. If you pay me one million euros euros a year, I'm leaving, man. I'm just I'm getting my own little place in the Caribbean. Screw you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I I don't know. We can. I, I, I'm, I'm, to, to be honest, guys, thank you for all the comments. But God, it's. I think we're done. I think we're done for tonight. We've we've run an hour. I I don't think there's much else to say about tonight. Basketball team plays next week. That's super exciting in Belgrade. I don't know if anyone else is if anyone is going out. Costa, are you going? I don't know. But um, 
yeah, that is much more exciting. No, mate, I, I, I wish, I wish, I wish, but no, that ain't happening, man. But the ticket, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, man. I was going to say, if anyone's looking for tickets, I think um, on on Barcelona's site, they were selling tickets for something like 260 euros. Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing also that more recently, the pricing of the hotels is starting to go down because they rocketed earlier in the week for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. But it's very, very, very hard to find a ticket. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in conclusion, what I would like to say is that it is obvious Olympiacos need to strengthen every single position on the pitch except goalkeepers. The only, the only position that doesn't need any addition is the goalkeeper's position. Everything else, it needs additions. Yeah. 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 I yeah, that may be right. And who's gonna do that? I don't know. Who are they gonna bring? Who knows? You know who's gonna be analyzing who they bring? Who? Adi will be fucking analyzing God who knows where from mid table Turkish team. Like <laughs> but Adi's gonna be like, Well, Olympiakos has done it. They've signed Henry in cuckoo. I, maybe that's not even his name. John but anyway, he's going to be some Kevin random. And Kudu. And Kudu. George, Kevin, and Kudu. Kuku, and Kudu. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Dude, anyway, Adi, Adi's going to be like on summer holiday away from his child. Be like, okay, I got some downtime. <laughs> and it's going to be like breaking. Olympiakos signs fast winger from Turkey. Adi's going to be like, fuck. I got to do one of those deep dives for the site. So yeah. We're all looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. So on that note, I guess we're just going to wrap it up. Man of the match tonight, I'm going to go with probably a kid in the stand asking for a jersey. Seems to be a lot of them. I saw a few he, good sides. Even that's getting really boring. So that is so they, bad. Oh, they're, not, they're not even trying. They're literally just going like, give me a shirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not even creative. It's like, come yeah. on, guys, like make an effort. But you know oh, what? Um, yeah. I, I, I just want to read the... The poll that we put up. So we asked the Go question: ahead. Can Can Pedro Martins lead us to the group stages of the UEFA Champions League? Thirty nine percent of you say yes, he can, and sixty one percent of you have said no, he Ooh. can't. Out of those of you that that voted, um, near nearing nearing a hundred. So. Well, on that note, man of the match is now the guy who set off the smoke bomb, who stalled the game for a bit so our eyes could recover. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and Roman Roman goes, kid asking for Oleg shirt, truly a hero. Who would who would make the sign and be like, Oleg Rabchuk, I want your shirt? Maybe because he's like doing the math and is it he's like, Okay, the other kids will be asking for the big player's shirt, so I'll ask for Oleg's shirt because he's shit and no one else will ask for his shirt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I would, I would be like, maybe I will ask for Kane's shirt. I'd be like, I'm going for Kane's shirt because no one else even knows who this guy is. And then I would get a shirt while the other fuckers got no shirt. So, and Manos, we You're always... welcome, Mano. Our, our pleasure as always, Mano. Yeah, great keeping company with everyone, talking, uh, talking the shit like usual. I'm usually, yeah, talking bullshit. We talked a lot of bullshit tonight as well. Um... There's another so, game in two days. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Well, three rather. Saturday. So Saturday is the the last home game of the season against oh. Balg. Uh, question: Will we will we play our first team or will we play second? I don't know. But the thing string, is, like, too, it makes more sense to play the second team. So when they lose, you're just like, oh, it's the second team. Like, what is the incentive to play the first team now? You play the first team and you lose. You're just like, fuck, we lost. And Save the them. Save, save the starters you need for next season. You cannot afford an injury. You really cannot afford an injury. And also, it gives you the cop-out card when the media is like, oh, shit, you lost at home to Pauk. And he's like, well, I played the second team to give them experience. Like, yeah, but now, they're, but, but, but now they're calling it, um, it's going to be the Fiesta game as well. Oh Jesus Christ! Is it what Fiesta? Yeah, 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 yeah. They said that they're gonna hold the like the Fiesta to to lift the cup on Saturday after after the bout game. So yeah. what team are they gonna play? Yeah, I mean Costa, oh, you're Costa's in can, tears. 
Can we have a fan camera chasing after Lucescu that night? Please, can we have that? Yeah, for the can we have a camera on Lucescu throughout the entire night? Anyone, anyone who's watching today that goes to the game, somebody take up Costas Llanos is cool here. Yeah. And on that note, I guess we will head out. Um, I'm doing the outro. God Subscribe. bless you. Mess this up. Subscribe, everyone. Follow us on social media. We got a lot of hot takes. We got a lot of exclusives. Right. Hopefully, another player interview in the works comes out soon. Everyone, we got something cooking. Let's see. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, guys, have a good night. Have a good morning to the people listening. This probably tomorrow morning. The commuters and what else? So, talk to everyone again later this week. Hopefully on a good note. After the fiesta, Mathieu Valbuena will be very drunk probably. Anyway, on that note, it is over. Talk to you guys later. Bye.